I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go. But if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. Hey there, Reem is here. So, um, I got a question from one of you the other day, and it was about dropshipping. Is dropshipping dead? So many of you, you know, so many people, including myself, thought that dropshipping business model is coming to an end, especially with the recent events of the Wuhan coronavirus, you know, logistics, cargo, it was, they were really impacted heavily. So, so many factories and wholesalers were shutting down or maybe shifting their business to produce masks or hand sanitizers instead. And, you know, dropshippers found themselves suddenly in a big struggle, not being able to fulfill their orders or even handle customer complaints, um, you know, for orders that are never delivered. And accordingly, the wholesale or whole business model was doubted by so many who are in the e-commerce business. And that's why today I have a special guest who is going to help us answer, confirm or eliminate the doubts about dropshipping. My guest, Camille Sattar, uh, AKA the Ecom King. He is a British e-commerce entrepreneur. He is the founder and partner in more than three companies in various industries, ranging from luxury goods, digital marketing, dropshipping, and e-commerce. Camille Sattar companies have combined annual sales of more than 3 million a year. Camille is a YouTuber, a public speaker, and he was featured recently in Forbes. He's on a mission to help business owners grow their business six to seven figures through e-commerce. Welcome, Camille. I'm super happy to have you here in the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast. Well, thank you, Reem, for having me on the podcast. I've been really excited to join you on this podcast. I've seen you do some amazing things with some other speakers, so I'm really excited that my time's come to share my value with your audience. Absolutely. A pleasure. Uh, you know, I have to tell my audience that Camille, <laughs> he's 20 years old and an expert in this field. He was my first mentor in the e-com business. And I have to tell you, um, he's a really smart guy. So you have to watch out and you have to grab a pen and a paper to write down if you are interested in the e-com world. So um, here we go. First, Camille. How are you doing with the pandemic thing? Like, how, how are you coping with the whole crazy situation out there? Yeah, so with the whole crazy situation that we're currently in, it's affecting e-commerce and dropshipping in a few different areas. Uh, and the areas that it's affecting us most in is, number one, the logistics, like shipping. Uh, so a lot of shipments are being kind of delayed or cancelled. So if you order from a supplier, they might actually cancel the order and the shipment 
because the country that it was going to get sent to said, look, we're not accepting your, your parcel because it's coming from China. Um, so there's a lot of problems in the industry at the moment where things are just not getting sent out because they're getting refused. Um, but the way that I'm personally getting around it is I'm working with an agent in the US uh, and they're, called, they're a company called Udroppy. Um, and I'm getting my stuff out now between three and 15 days. Um, and that's the company that I'm personally using. That's the company that I recommend all my subscribers and my students to uh, use during this pandemic. Because like I said, they're consistently sending me my stuff out between those three to five working days. And they're not getting any kind of rejection from countries saying you're not allowed in the country because it is coming from the US or the EU, which is amazing. Um, the other problem that I'm currently facing uh, is the product pricing. So product pricing is going up every day or it's going down every day. So it's very inconsistent at the moment, the product pricing. Um, so that's something that's something that we have to keep looking at consistently every day. Shipping prices are going up as well every day. So we're having to mm. adjust our product price and our shipping prices every single day, which can be uh, a bit of a pain. Um, but you just yeah. have to stay on top of it. Another way it's affecting us is with the conversion rates. So our online store conversion rates from where a customer comes to the website and then obviously buys a product has dropped by around about zero to two percent, maybe zero to five percent. Um, and that's because consumers consumers behavior consumers behavior sorry has changed because they don't want to be buying products online anymore because a lot of people are thinking to hold on to their money um, because obviously there's uncertainty in the world at the moment. People are losing their jobs. So they want to try and save every little bit of penny they have, um, and they're the main. They're kind of the main areas that I'm personally seeing problems in. But I've got ways that I've got around this um, that I've that I've basically kind of actually leveraged this 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 whole situation and has kept me going uh, consistent still. So, um, but they are the main areas that most most of your average dropshippers will face or ecom. Uh, okay awesome awesome you, you you said so many nice things that we might have to elaborate more about i was asking yeah. how are you personally handling the pandemic are you scared are you frustrated are you bored like how is it oh in okay sorry oh sorry yeah um so i'm not scared i'm not concerned about it personally because i just know that at the end of the day the only thing that's actually keeping the economy going at the moment is actually e-commerce like e-commerce yeah. is keeping the economy going so I know that I'm in the best industry at the moment anyway. So I'm personally not too bothered about it. So, so I know we were just talking about, uh, you know, before the show, we were talking about uh, how you are turning 21 next month, but you are in the business for almost um, uh, five years. Five over. years. So, yeah. so you've tried everything and uh, um, in the e-commerce wor world and you have multiple uh, business can you tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey how did you start as a young entrepreneur how did you learn the whole uh, concept of of e-commerce and did you have a coach for example like what led you to this yeah so it's a good question so i started my first online business back in 2015 when i quit my job and i quit college at the same time i was working a retail job and the reason why I quit my job and decided to do entrepreneurship is because I didn't get any grades at school. I didn't get any college grades. So it was either work a low, low paid job or a minimum income job, or I could try and do something on my own and make a good amount of money. And I've always said to my family, look, I will make a lot of money in my life. I don't know how mm -hmm. I will find a way. Uh, and I found a lot of people making money online in 2015. I saw a lot of people do a lot of things. I heard it in the news. I saw it on the TV and I thought, 
if that's the case, why anybody can really do it. So I found out that I wanted to get into buying and reselling. So my first business was buying and reselling high-end brands like Louis Vuitton, Giuseppe Zanotti, Balenciaga, Christian Louboutin. So I used to buy them and then sell them for a higher price because the products that I was selling had such a high demand, I could charge more for them when they sold out. So I was making a good profit margin on that. Um, and then around about a year after that, um, I, came through, I came through a lot of problems um, in terms of a lot of companies trying to shut me down, returns. There was a lot of problems with that business model that I didn't really like. So I looked for a different business model uh, and I found dropshipping. And the thing that really appealed to me about dropshipping is the low barrier to entry. You don't need that much money to actually yeah. get started, especially back in 2017 uh, when I actually got started. You only needed roughly around about $500. So that piqued my interest. So I was doing dropshipping for about six months. I didn't have any success. I actually lost a couple of thousand pounds. And then I found my first mentor um, and shout out to him because without him, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I found my first mentor six months after. So it was around about a year and a half into my actual entrepreneur journey. Um, and then I was watching things on YouTube. I was going to live free webinars. I was getting books off uh, Audible. So I was doing a lot of different things to get myself get to, to actually educate myself on the whole entrepreneurship and then in 2018 to 2019 that's when we were able to do our first one million dollars in revenue wow. and then after that everything just completely changed um and then in 2009 we've been able to do multiple 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 seven figures um i've started a youtube channel that's been very successful started a mentoring company that's been very successful I've just been featured in Forbes Business Council. I'm the youngest person to ever be featured on there. Uh, the previous person was 23 years old, so I'm 20 years old. So I've set a high standard, which I'm very, very proud of. Awesome. Um, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy for you. Uh, so again, just let's talk more about you in, a, in this um, a specific um, field so that we can jump and talk more in details about drop shipping uh so you said that during this period you tried different business models and you said that you are going to get you told your your family you are going to get money and you'll figure it out mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if you can tell our audience what was really your number one let's say secret or number one strategy or a trick that's really helped you accelerate this process was it just jumping in and just, you know, testing and, and trying? Or was it when you, for example, had your mentor? What was the real, like, how did you have even that mindset of, I want to get that? Because a lot of people, they suffer or they struggle with the mindset um, aspect. They focus on yes. technicalities and they forgot the mindset. That's a good, that's a good question. Now, the thing with me is, and if you know me as a person, my whole life, I've just done it. I, I've just done it. Somebody said like, go and do like skydiving. A lot of people be like, I'm not going to go skydiving. It's scary. I'll just do it. Like I've got no problem just doing things. I'll just mm. do it. Like that. I know it's a Nike saying, but really in, in, in business, you've just got to do it. Like, like if you don't do it, then you won't get the results. So the mm. key really is to push yourself to just doing it. Like when you're sitting there thinking about it, don't think about it. Just do what you was going to think 
do what you were thinking of doing. Um, and the other reason why I actually got a mentor was because I, I researched a lot of successful people and I realized that all the successful people that I look up to actually have mentors. So if they had a mentor, so why would I personally not get a mentor? It would only so make true. sense. So it's important that the people that you look up to and everybody looks up to somebody different, you got to look at what they did to get to where they were. Um, because to imagine you getting to where you want to be is quite hard because it's never been done before. So if you can look at somebody that's similar to you or somebody that inspires you, look at how they did it and get that secret recipe and use it on your own. Um, and that's the reason why I've spent a lot of money on mentorship because I know it's proven to work. Um, and if I can do it at 15 years old, 16 years mm. old, I can't see why a fully grown adult or a fully grown uh, or sorry, a young adult can't, can't do so. Awesome. I love that. So uh, for those who don't know what is dropshipping, can you just please explain a little bit about the business model? What is dropshipping and what, yeah, what so is different about e-commerce? Okay, so e-commerce is the industry and then dropshipping is a business model inside of e-commerce and dropshipping is where you don't hold any inventory. You just have a website. Somebody comes to your website, buys your product and you're probably thinking, how can they buy a product if you don't have any products? You will find a supplier in China, Europe or the USA and they will handle all the logistics for you. And as soon as you get an order on your website, the uh, website will tell the supplier you've had an order, then the supplier will send out everything. So they handle the logistics, they ship out the products. That way there's no risk because you don't need to buy inventory and waste like cash flow on risking because you're only buying products once you've had an order on your website. So it's basically selling products online, but without having to buy the inventory to start with. That's the best way to explain it. Awesome. Uh, so you started, is there like, um, a way or a specific procedure on how you can pick your product or like, how can I choose uh, a product that will help me, for example, um, make money? Like we know that the, the, like any market, it's just uh, health, wealth relationships. Okay. I can pick mm -hmm. from there, but how can I find a supplier to provide me with that? what is like how can if i want to start now what would you advise me how can i start a drop shipping business now so what i would say is i'd start off by looking at a niche you want to get into look at products that you want to sell and it's important that you especially when you're a beginner you want to try and sell stuff that's going to do well straight away because the key with drop shipping is to try and find a product that will make money as quick as it can and then reinvest the money into more of a long-term brand. Mm -hmm. So if you can try mm -hmm. and find something to start with, that's going to sell straight off the bat. That's the key. Um, and then the next stage would be finding a supplier for that product, which would be going on AliExpress uh, and then using Oberlo to integrate that together, going onto websites like Udropy, going onto websites like Spocket, going onto websites um, like HyperSQ. There's loads of websites that offer dropshipping services. And as soon as you find your product, get a website on Shopify, integrate them together and then you need to do some marketing so it's, it's like there's like section one is finding the product section two is getting supplier section three is um building the website and then section four is doing the advertising so if you break it up like that it makes it a lot simple now something that i will say is i have just released a free completely free five hour five hour course on my youtube channel on how mm -hmm. to do drop shipping awesome 
I just I, I just saw that. And yeah. um, I think it's very generous and it's very interesting that you are um, just simply presenting on YouTube something that people would pay thousands of dollars to learn. So I think that is awesome. And I'm, I'll make sure that we'll have uh, the link in the show notes so that people will go to it. And um, I, I will also add add i will also add the uh, all the links to all the um sites that you have mentioned you mentioned um udroppy what is it udroppy 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 so it's u and then droppy d-o-d-r-o-p-p-y um and like i said they're like um aliexpress or in, yeah in the in europe and um, and in the US, so they've got very fast shipping times. Because a lot of people, when they think of drop shipping, they think, yeah, it's a good business model, but I don't want my customers waiting 20 days for a product to get yeah. to the house. Um, but a lot of people don't realize there are alternatives out there, like you, Droppy, that can get your products, even Spocket, Spocket's another one, that can get your products to your customers within three to five days. But like, is it easy? Can you find any kind of product there? Uh, so with Udroppy, there are it's not as widespread as AliExpress, but you can request to get it into their warehouse um, if there's enough demand. Spocket is a little bit more for like fashionable things, um, mm. but if you put the two together, you've got a, quite a good little resume there of products that you can pick from personally. So, what do you think is a hot product these days that people can mm. like? look yeah. for because i know that i have seen some ads for uh, let's say purifiers air pur pur purifiers yeah. and hand sanitizers or something like that uh, i don't know like what what do you think yeah so i wouldn't personally go down that route um because it is a very touchy subject and it's a very touchy uh topic what i would sell though and how you can actually leverage what's going on at the moment in an ethical way is selling things like home fitness products because people can't go to the gym now you mm. can try and sell them home workout solutions you can sell people uh, kids entertainment products kids e-learning products kids educational products um mm. you can sell people like home beauty products uh, like getting like getting tan from home waist mm. trainers um stuff like that stuff that's going to actually help people whilst being at lockdown at their home like i said home fitness products those are the best niches to actually get into. Absolutely br brilliant, you know, because I've also heard that even Facebook ads are shutting down anything that is related to, you know, uh, that is virus related or anything that comes in uh, around that uh, thing. I know that Facebook are just shutting down uh, all the ads. So how do you like... Is there anything that you follow to make sure that your Facebook ads uh, are running smoothly and are not banned in any way during this period? Yeah, so stay away from su touchy subjects. Don't mention the coronavirus. Don't mention COVID-19. Don't mention quarantine if you can. Mm. Also, do the Facebook ad policy course. So Facebook actually give you now a Facebook ad policy course. Um, and if you pass the course, it's free. If you pass the course, you get uh, a lot more um, room to work with. They actually let you advertise products that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't take the course. So take their course and it will help you with not getting into any problems. That is awesome. But um, again, let's go back to the concept of the original business model of a drop shipping. So 
you don't own the uh, the products you um drop ship it or you get it from suppliers who own the product and they ship it for you to your customers and as you said aliexpress is one of the main sources that will uh, that you outsource from and aliexpress is from china and there are many concerns about purchasing products that come from china first of all and i'm saying i'm quoting what people are saying um they're scared from getting or touching any package that comes from china have you ever get su such a concern from your customers for example yeah i'm happy you brought this up because china is still like the main sourcing hub for everybody so you know these people in the us that can get the products they get them from china so they get them yeah. from china and they're just us so what you have to do is you have to educate your consumers and you have to say to them on your product pages or on your emails look the actual substance can only last on a parcel for i think it's like what four days i think three or four days i'm not sure um so if the product's going to take let's say five days to get to your house or seven days to get to your house it's it's not going to have that substance on it also in what, what they're doing now in china is and what they're doing at customs is they're actually um with every parcel that comes in they're kind of sanitizing it with a uv um, mm -hmm. kind of stick so it's they're making sure that every parcel that comes into each country or leaves China is being um, waved with a UV sanitizer so if you want my honest opinion there is really not much to worry about as long as you educate your consumers yeah. that these strict regulations are taking place like I said the UVs are making sure the parcels haven't got anything on them substances can only, can only last on parcels for like four days so as long as you educate your consumers then you're fine so did, did you change your messaging in any way while promoting for your products? Did you change the messaging? Like, did you, uh, because this is one of the ways that we're also doing, um, like when we do the copywriting for our ads, uh, we are like trying to be more, um, to be, to, to have more empathy towards the clients, to show that we care. So how, how are you tackling this uh, idea? How are you changing your messaging during this period? Yes. So obviously the copywriting has definitely changed during this period. And how, so let me say, let me give you an example. So for example, um, we were selling a, we were selling a family's board game and we were seeing in our ad copy, look, whilst you're at home with your family in, in quarantine, take advantage of it because you're never going to have as much time again to spend with your family because most families the mom or the dad's at work so there's not as much family time as there ever is going to be in this current situation so when we start when we're selling these kids or families um kids or sorry games we're saying look take advantage now of the time you've got and buy the board game so you can have quality time whilst you're at home so mm. it's all about telling them look make it make a good situation out of mm. a bad situation and that's how we're tackling the, the copyright at the moment. I love that. I really, really love that. Um, so, uh, okay. And also, uh, when you're saying that you're outsourcing from China, since we've seen that so many suppliers also, they stopped shipping because of uh, the transportation. And you also mentioned it in the uh, beginning of the episode. You said that it was one of the struggles uh, currently, which is the delays and the transportation and it's not also just because of china it's also because of what's happening in the airports in different countries and the regulations and the rules and the custom clearance everything is just um delaying the, the whole process so my question to you is two two parts 
what are you doing with those suppliers who are just shutting down and let's say changing the whole um like saying that we cannot sell anymore and what are you doing with the complaints and the delays uh, of the transportation what do you do with the customers yeah good very 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 good question so the ones that can't send out because they just they just can't send out what you can do is you can change your buy now button or your add to cart button to say pre-order that way people know mm -hmm. they're not going to get their product straight away they know they're going to have to wait um, and when you get a pre-order pre button on your website, you need to kind of put underneath the product description, the estimated times you're going to start sending these pre-orders out. Um, for example, Apple the other day released a new keyboard, but they, when they first launched it, it said pre-order, but they said it's going to take a month till we start even shipping this stuff out. Mm. So that's one way you can handle it. That way you're still going to get orders as long as your customers know it's on a pre-order list, sorry. And then the other question you gave me, which is, um, I'm trying to think now, what did you ask me the other question, sorry? Uh, how do you deal with the customer's complaints uh, regarding the delays yeah. of, uh, of the, you know, the shipments, their shipments and orders? How do you handle those uh, complaints? So you have to start with the expectations. So it's all about how you, ex, uh, how you set the expectations. So on your product page, you want to make it very clear the estimated shipping times you're mm. going to offer to your customers. That way, if they're ordering, they know that it was going to take two weeks because they, they saw it on yeah. their website. So it's all about setting expectations, not just that, but when you're doing your email marketing, your order confirmation emails, you change them from the ones that Shopify give you and you edit them to say, look, there's going to be a delay due to the current circumstance. Now, everybody knows what kind of mess we're in at the moment. So people will understand, yeah, I get it. It's going to be delayed. Even Amazon Prime is delayed. Amazon Prime in the UK used to be next day. It's now two to four weeks. So if Amazon oh, Prime wow. is in a tough situation, if the king of e-commerce is in, is in a tough situation like Amazon, then that shows mm -hmm. consumers that every other company is going to be just the same. So I think Amazon even just sets the expectations for everybody anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, this is really, really interesting. And it's also, it sets an example for all other uh, industries. It's not just about, uh, you know, it's not just about job shipping. And um, uh, my question is, I always wondered about that. Like, is there, because we know that job shipping people are m most of the time they're going to AliExpress, they outsource from China. Is there any dropshippers who are like as huge as uh, AliExpress? Like, isn't there anyone in the US or in UK who can just substitute AliExpress and just dropship everything? Like, why isn't there, isn't there um, a side like that? Or is there anything like that instead of seriously waiting for two to three weeks to so get as your So as I said, you got company... Like I said, you've got companies like Udroppy where they buy in bulk from AliExpress and they will hold the, the products normally for you and they will offer you faster shipping. But in terms of why is AliExpress not in the UK or the US is because nobody can beat China when it comes to production, when it comes to labor costs. So unfortunately, China will always be the main hub. But there are other companies, like I mentioned, Sparkit, Udroppy, that will buy in bulk from them store in their us warehouses or eu warehouses and then that will help with the shipping prices you can still order in bulk so what a lot of people are doing is they're ordering let's say 50 units in bulk sending it to a virtual warehouse a virtual warehouse means you don't own the warehouse you're just renting the warehouse mm. um, and then that way you're going to get sent to a us fulfillment and then obviously it's going to be quicker so there are ways around it but obviously 
because of these extra ways around it, it is going to cost a little bit more. Obviously, people go to AliExpress dropshipping because it's the cheapest way to dropship. But if you want to get started in, in today's like current time we're in, you're going to have to spend a lot more money to actually get the logistics sorted out properly. Um, is, is there a way for you to calculate your profitability? What is the best? Like, for example, I see also um, many dropshippers who would really sell very cheap products uh, with the cost of like two three dollars maybe um how do you know that in terms of profitability because okay revenue um, i come from a finance background so i always look at the bottom line i don't just care about the revenue i care about the bottom line so how do you like you teach your students uh on how to pick the perfect product not just in terms of selling or revenues but also to gain more uh, profitability in there like what is the formula for that how do you calculate that the simple way to do it is add twenty dollars the minimum you should add is twenty dollars to answer any product so if you're buying a product five dollars off aliexpress you add 20 on so you'll do 24.99 as long as you're mm. adding twenty dollars on it's giving you the minimum to make profit that's the standard now also you want to try and pick products that have a high perceived value uh, and you want to start by selling it for cheap. And then if you're getting orders, you can start raising the price by $2 every 30 orders or $2 every 50 orders. So that's something mm -hmm. that I personally do and I recommend. Also, pick a product that has good upsell and cross-sell potential. Now, upsell basically means if you buy this product from me, I'm going to then say to you, buy this as well on top of it. It's the same as when people go to McDonald's. They buy a burger, then they get some chips, then they get some fries with it. So McDonald's don't make the money off the burger. They make the money off the chips and the fries you bought with it. So you have yeah. to do the same in e-commerce. You need to sell a product that can have a good upsell and cross-sell to it. So if I'm selling you, let's say, some fitness ropes, I might want to sell you a fitness board to go with it that you can use it on uh, or a fitness bench or something. So you always want to try and pick a product that will have good upsell and cross-sell potential uh, because that's where you make the most money. Or an example, sorry, another good example is I could sell you an electronical product and then sell you a warranty on top of that. So extend your warranty mm. to two years. How many companies, how many big companies like Apple sell you extended warranties called Apple Care? They, they sell you a 399 Apple Care. How many people actually use AppleCare? Not many people. They pay mm, they pay four hundred dollars for it, but then they but then they don't use it. So that's what I mean by upselling. But how can you how can you sell? For example, just to go back to your example, how can you sell a warranty or extended warranty for a dropship a dropshipped item? Yeah. So let me give you an example. So. Um, I was personally selling like this bead gun, like you could like bead, like it's like a kid's beading gun. Um, and yeah. because it's an electronical product, it basically means there's a chance it could obviously break or it could be faulty. So when I sell them an, a warranty on top of that, it's not a physical product. It's just a service that I'm giving them, which says, look, if you receive the product, it's faulty when you, when it arrives, then obviously I'll extend your warranty for a year. Or let's say, for example, you're using it for, let's say, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, or a couple of months, and then all of a sudden it just stops working. I will give you a replacement. And then if the replacement doesn't work, mm. then I'll give you your money back. Because it's cheaper oh. to replace the product than it is to refund them the first time. So if you can replace the product the first time, it's cheaper. Then the second time, then you just refund them. But that's how it works. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's really great. Okay. Um, I think, um, is there anything that you can also, let's say, tell people who are interested to get into the dropshipping, uh, um, but they are scared? 
as I said, from what is happening lately, there are so many rumors saying that dropshipping is dead. What are you, uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I know that yeah, so, everything that we spoke about uh, maybe eliminates the whole uh, idea about this, but what, what do you answer people who say that dropshipping model or business model is dead? It's not dead. And the reason why I know it's not dead is because I literally just started a new store, literally like, like I think it was like this week. Uh, it's been, about, been around about 10 days and we just started selling a new product in the fitness industry, like I mentioned before. And you can see straight away, we've, we've done 2.5 thousand. And mm. you can see if I refresh it, two seconds, you can see when I refresh it, it stays the same. Uh, this, so another store that I've done as well is on 5.4. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just to show you that, like, look, this is still working. Um, and the advice that I'm going to give to people is if you're scared, scared money doesn't make money. So if you're scared, you're never going to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're scared and you do something for the first time, you don't do it to your best ability. And then when you feel comf- confident, like, for example, when you did your first podcast, you you probably thought it's probably not the best one that I've done. But then sure. once you do them again and again and again, you get comfortable with it. So you, you just got to go for it. And the thing that I've been saying to people is if you can be successful during this period of time, then you're going to be very, very it successful. Because if you can be the most successful in the worst periods of time in, in business, then you're going to be the best person in that business, you know? So that's what I want to say. And dropshipping is not going anywhere. Dropshipping is not going to die. Like, Dropshipping is going to last longer than 99% of the businesses that are around today. Look, there's real estate companies closing. Um, there's in-store retail brick and mortar stores closing. Yet dropshipping is still going, still happening. It's, it's still alive. Like it's still the so, time. Uh, so, uh, Camille, are you managing, from what I understood, is that you're managing different stores, multiple stores. So yeah, you're I'm not good. just focusing on one and in different no, I, industries. Yeah, so I'm I'm testing loads of different. So the key to success in dropshipping is testing different variables. And a variable could be a niche. A variable could be a way you're trying to advertise it to the consumer. But the more like the more like space you give something, the more chance of you finding success. So that's why I'm testing, for example, fitness products. That's why I'm testing beauty products. That's why I'm testing kids' educational products because I want to try and work out which one's going to do the best for me at this current time. So you're testing, when you say testing, that means you run ads for each new product yeah, so that I you're testing. Advert- so I run paid advertising. It could be Facebook. It could be uh, Instagram influencers. It could be Twitter influencers, TikTok influencers, anything where it's paid advertising. So you're not, you don't depend on organic, let's say, growth of, uh, let's say, starting a page on a platform and growing it organically. And from there, like, is this a model uh, that you are working with or that you recommend or you just, no, you immediately start with collabs? Yeah, with organic, sorry, with dropshipping, organic marketing doesn't work very well unless you're willing to spend like a year on it and you're not going to see anything great for a long time honestly you're better off doing your paid advertising to start with and then once you build a person sorry once you build a business brand around it and a brand around what you're trying to do then you can try and go down more of the uh, uh, organic growth sport start on organic straight away honestly i promise you you'll be waiting a long long time um, that is uh, absolutely awesome. Thank you so much, Camille. I think I have a feeling that we might have another uh, episode to talk deeper, maybe uh, about drop shipping. So um, 
I don't know if you're still open for such an idea, but because I feel that there are many people that I know who are interested in the e-commerce and who had more questions. So, um, and I, I think that it would be nicer if we can go um, and maybe share, let's say, an example or a show, like show them um, uh, a real example on how to do uh, uh, maybe a store or something. So maybe we can think about something yeah. like that. Uh, that would be really awesome. And I would like definitely have it on my YouTube channel. So um, for today, uh, let's wrap up this episode. And, and um, Camille, if you can just answer me on this simple question, which is the theme again of my uh, show, which is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. Uh, what is success for you? What is, uh, what is your trick that you advise young entrepreneurs uh, to help them speed or accelerate their success? So my definition of success is building something that is consistent, long-term, and can just basically set you. So in terms of success for me, it's not about making the most money. It's about making money consistently. And it's about making enough money where I don't need to go and work a job. I can live life on my own terms and freedom. That is success to me. I'm not somebody that has crazy, like I don't want the Lamborghinis. I don't want all that stuff. As long as I can live life with me being my boss and not listening to somebody else, as long as I can pay for things that I want to do and, and not worry about it and be consistent, that's success. Now, in terms of what was my secret source to getting successful, what I'd recommend people to do is do the opposite of what everybody else is doing because everybody follows the same method. So if you follow what everybody else is doing, you're going to get very competitive results. So it's always good to do what the opposite. And that's what I've done my whole life in, in business, done the opposite of everybody else, and it's given me the best results. Awesome. It's called reverse engineering. So Re reverse engineering is key. Awesome. Thank you. That's absolutely awesome. Uh, I'm so happy to have you here. I would like to thank you uh, one more time for being with me on the show. I really enjoyed it. I had so many valuable um, uh, information today. I, I enjoyed it myself. So thank you so much. And I hope to speak to you again uh, very, very soon. Thank you, Camille. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Megan. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, would you please take a minute to rate and review my show? That would mean the world to me. And let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.